Looking for natural supplements to boost your immunity? New Roots Herbal can help. Whether it's rebuilding your immunity after an illness or simply maintaining a healthy immune system year-round, New Roots Herbal is here for you with a wide range of proven formulations. Discover Protector, Astralgus 8000, Ultra Zinc, and their best-selling Vitamin C8. If you're looking to build your immunity from within, look no further than New Roots Herbal, available exclusively at your local health food store. To ensure these products are right for you, always read and follow the label. You're listening to an interview taken from the Tonic Talk Show and Podcast. Andrea Donsky, RHN, is a registered holistic nutritionist with 20 years experience in natural health and wellness. She's the co-founder and editor-in-chief of NaturallySavvy.com and a regular contributor to Tonic Magazine. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having me. I am great. How are you? I'm doing really well. You know, the light at the end of the tunnel maybe isn't the end of COVID, but maybe it's like better weather so we can get out and and, and do stuff. (laughs) So like it's getting warmer and it's getting nicer. Yippee-ki-yay. But we still have to consider and keep up our regimen when it comes to immunity, right? A hundred percent. So first of all, I love that you're making that point because it's a great one. We don't want to just stop supporting our immune system just because it's warmer outside. Right? We want to yeah. make sure that we're supporting it all year round with good nutrition. I'm a nutritionist. Of course, I'm going to have to say that. Yeah, of Exercise, course. Exercise, making sure now is, you know, as the weather gets nicer, going into the forest, going in, you know, if there's any nature around you to stimulate our parasympathetic nervous system, right? That's really important. We know that it has a, an incredible effect on our immune system. Laughing, watching funny music, watching funny movies, listening to, you know, Anything on podcasts that are funny, getting that immune system stimulated just from laughter, fresh air, like I said, in forest and as well as supplements. So that to me is really crucial that we do it all the time. Now, if you're asking specifically about supplements, you know, a good place to start is with vitamin D. And the reason I mention it is because you said nicer weather, right? Yep, so we yep. associate vitamin D with the sun and for good reason, because it's also known as the sunshine vitamin. So there's a huge misconception when it comes to taking vitamin D that we don't need it during the warmer months because we're in the sun more. But the issue is most of us are actually deficient in vitamin D to start. Plus, we wear sunscreen. And when we're outside, we're in the shade, right? We're not sitting in the, in the bright sun and that we're not outside during peak hours. So that's really important that we continue to take our vitamin D throughout the year. And also, an interesting fact that I learned is that the older we get, the harder it is for our bodies to produce vitamin D from the sun. So, for example, someone who's in their 70s makes about a quarter of the vitamin D that a 20-year-old makes with the same sun exposure. Isn't that interesting? That is. So where do you fall like with, with some of what's going on with vitamin D? Like, What do the statistics tell you is going on with vitamin D in us well, Canadians? The stats are interesting. So about 32% of Canadians have insufficient levels of vitamin D. Wow. 85% of people who take vitamin D supplements have sufficient levels. And I'm going to get back to that in a minute, what that means, mm-hmm. compared to 59% of those who don't take a vitamin D supplement. Right. So the key is we don't want to have sufficient levels, right? We want to have optimal levels. So there's the difference between sufficient and optimal. When our levels are optimal, our health is optimal as well. We're able to get our healthy, we're able to be in a more healthy zone. So that optimal level is between 100 and 150 nanomoles per liter. And according to the Vitamin D Council, 93% of Canadians don't meet this level at any time of the year. So that's why I'm a big supporter of taking vitamin D on a regular basis all year round. And vitamin D is an inexpensive supplement, right? Like it's low hanging fruit. It's benign. You know, you can take a lot of it and it's still inexpensive. And even if you quote unquote took too much, nothing much is going to happen to you. So like for all those reasons, 
vitamin D is definitely one that you should take. It's, it's the gateway vitamin. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is that if you go in the sun for 15 minutes, you're actually going to make 20 to 30,000 IUs of vitamin D. Oh, wow. Like, your body makes it right if we're on the younger side. So, yeah, like it's a, it's a really good point that you're making. And, again, back to the point, though, a lot of us aren't in the sun and we're wearing sunscreen and we're in the shade, so we're, our bodies aren't making it enough of it or if any at all. So that's why it's important that we take a vitamin D supplement. I wanted to ask you a more specific question about one of those stats. You said that there's even a percentage of people who are taking vitamin D that don't have sufficient levels. So is it that they're not taking enough? Is, is that what you read into it? No, no. So 85% of people who take vitamin D supplements have sufficient levels. So basically it could be, to answer your question, it could be that they're not taking enough of it. Right. So I'll give you a great example. This is like one of my favorite examples, and it just happened recently. So my sister was taking a thousand IUs of vitamin D a day. Yep. Because I told her, I'm like, you have to get your vitamin, you have to take vitamin D, it's not even an option. And she was going to the doctor a couple weeks ago, and I said, please do me a favor, get your vitamin D checked. Because I'm a huge believer that you have to get your vitamin D levels checked. Even if you're taking it, you have to get your levels checked because that is the only way that you're going to know if you have optimal levels. You might have sufficient levels, but again, you want those optimal levels between the 100 and 150 nanomoles per liter. So she went and she got her blood test and she called me when she got her results back. She's like, you're not going to believe this. She's like, I'm insufficient. Hmm. And that was taking a thousand IUs a day. Now, a lot of it comes down to how well our body processes, how do we metabolize it, genetics play a role, and are we taking enough of it? So that's why I always say, like, take it regardless, but start by getting your blood tested because that'll tell you exactly where you are and where you need to go. So how much should we be taking? So the Vitamin D Society recommends 4,000 IUs a day from all sources. So including the sun, food like salmon, cod liver oil, egg yolks, and fortified beverages and cereal as well as supplements. And you could safely take 1,000 to 2,000 IUs a day. So it's a fat-soluble vitamin. So what I recommend is you want to take it with food so that it helps to absorb it better. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing I recently learned, too, is the research is pointing to when you take vitamin D, so vitamin D3, and, you know, when you're taking it, you want to couple it with vitamin K2 because that'll help you absorb it even better. And vitamin K has so many other amazing benefits as well. But the only caveat is if you're on a blood thinner, then you want to speak to your doctor about taking K2. Yeah, K2, uh, like we've done some shows on it. It helps send the D2 or the the D3 to the parts of the body that need it. It helps in that way. So like if you need it for your blood vessel walls, for example, or for your bones, the K2 helps you metabolize it. And the MK7 is the stable form that allows you to do that. What are some of the foods, like if people are interested in, in eating foods in addition to supplementing that are a source of vitamin D? So here's the thing with, with vitamin D in food. It's very hard to get a lot of it through food. So okay. it's one of the only supplements, and it's actually a hormone, vitamin D, funny enough, but it's one of the only supplements, even though it's called vitamin D, that is really hard to get through food. So egg yolks, for example, salmon, cod liver oil, and a lot of foods are, are fortified. So you'll have fortified yeah. milks, even the non-dairy milks are For fortified, sure. as well as cereal, oatmeal, so you can get it through there. But that's why we recommend taking a vitamin D supplement because it's, it's hard. you can get it through your food, but you're not getting enough on a regular basis, unless you're eating all of that all the time, right? But Got even it. so, I don't even think you can get enough. Fair enough. All right, other than D2 or 3, or 3, or both, what other vitamins would you recommend for immunity? Okay, so the research is very strong on vitamin C, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to supporting immunity. So the Mayo Clinic recommends up to 2,000 milligrams a day of vitamin C. And no, it's a water-soluble vitamin. So if you take too much, you're actually going to pee it out. Yep. 
And you can also get vitamin C from your diet. So you can be sure to eat, you know, be sure to eat lots of fruits and veggies. Like So red peppers and oranges and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and strawberries. So those you can get your, your vitamin C in. And I find myself eating a lot of oranges these days. I don't know if you're craving that as well, but... During like the last year, I love my oranges, like especially love my oranges. (laughs) And I'm like, it's probably because of all that vitamin C, right? So like that that goes through my mind. Do you know what's a better source of, well, you probably do know this, a better source of vitamin C than oranges is actually peppers. Did Mm -hmm. you know that? Yeah, red peppers. Yep. (laughs) Okay. I thought I might stump you, but you're actually the nutritionist. I said the peppers. No, but you know what? Listen, I'm always learning, Jamie, and I love that you're even, you're even telling me that. So you know what, for the sake of this, Yes, I didn't know. Thank you for telling me. No problem. I'm, I'm, I'm always here to help, Andrea. Now, the one thing I do want to say about vitamin C, Jamie, is that yeah. you want to take, if you're going to take it as a supplement, take it throughout the day. So that way you have the maximum benefit. Because it's water soluble and you're peeing it out, you actually want to keep taking it throughout the day. Excellent. All right. So we've covered C and D. Where would you like to go next? I mean, we can talk about some other vitamins that I think are important. Sure. Some of the other ones I really like, especially when it comes to immunity, is zinc. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I like zinc is because it's the gatekeeper of the immune system, and you don't need a lot of it. So anywhere from like 10 to 30 milligrams a day is good. And if you're an older male, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say your age, Jamie, because I know I think you're the same age as me. But uh, if you're, well, probably, you're in your mid 30s. Exactly. <laughs> what 20s? What do you mean? No, you I'm just go. kidding. <laughs> But if you're if you're older, I'd say probably in your 40s plus, you'll require a bit more zinc for other health reasons. So you want to speak to your doctor, obviously, about your individual needs. The other thing that I am big on, and you and I have spoken probably incessantly about, is probiotics because yes. the research on probiotics is incredible, and they're always coming out with new research. We know about the gut brain connection. We know about the mental health connection. We know about digestion, and also it's incredible for immunity. And then the other one I want to mention, just because probably 70% of us are deficient in it, is a mineral. It's magnesium. Mm-hmm. And I love, first of all, magnesium has hundreds of functions in the body, like hundreds. And you'll be able to tell if you're deficient. For example, I know myself, if I'm deficient in magnesium, my left eye twitches. <laughs> it, it's that incredible because it helps yeah. with muscles, right? It helps to calm the muscle. Right. So it's important for the heart. I mean, it's important for a lot of different things. So the important thing to realize, too, is because we're all much more stressed these days than we have been before, stress actually causes us to deplete magnesium from our body. And when our magnesium is depleted, we're more stressed. So it becomes this vicious cycle. So I'm a big fan of taking magnesium, and I take anywhere from three to 400 milligrams a day. I take it in the morning, and I take it again before bed to help me sleep better. When you're taking magnesium, are you taking it together with the zinc in one product, or are you taking them separately? I'm taking them separately. So I, I'm doing my immunity supplements for me and my family at dinner, and then I'll do my magnesium separately. I take a magnesium bisglycinate. And I'll take that in the morning and then again at night. Because I also take magnesium for different reasons. So I'm taking my magnesium to help calm my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm helping it also to obviously help with all the hundreds of functions it does. But also it really works well to help you sleep. It's kind of like that switch at the end of the day. It just helps to like take it down a notch, relax you, right? Yep. So like let's say you're having sleep issues. One thing you can do is take a bath, throw you know one or two drops of lavender oil in it, throw in some Epsom salt, which is magnesium as well. Take a magnesium supplement, you know, 100 to 200 milligrams before bed and just like, you know, you'll feel much more calm. I know some friends who exercise regularly, they're CrossFitters and they swear by zinc and magnesium to help muscle repair as well. It's awesome. So we talked about which supplements would be helpful to battle immunity and make you feel better. But, you know, going to the store... People have choices. And I guess the question becomes, you know, which brand would you focus on? Like, and and what are you advocating for? There's a lot of great brands out there that do their research that are based in science. I mean, I've been 
now for the past year and a half really understanding supplements a lot better. I just I don't even know if I told you, Jamie, I launched a new company called WeAreMorphous.com. It's a, a website that really talks to women in menopause and men too, actually. Mm-hmm. And we're really educating people on how to just take better care of ourselves when we're in perimenopause and menopause. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've learned about supplement companies is that it really, there are supplement companies that spend a lot of time doing the research and, sup, and they formulate because they really have that science down, right? They're formulating for a product to actually work. And one of those companies that I really love is New Reservoir. And they're a Canadian company and the owner, his name is Peter. I, I knew about them for years, but I recently learned out a lot, a lot more about them because I started working with them. And he is all about making sure that products are backed by science and that they really work. So I, I highly recommend, you know, if you're looking for a great product line, go to a health food store because they're exclusively sold through health food stores. And, you know, ask anyone who works at those stores about New Roots Herbal products. And you can also go to their website, which is newrootsherbal.ca. Excellent. So, Andrew, we have a few minutes left. We talked about supplements and, and we talked about, you know, the best way to take them. But there's other things that we can do to help with our immunity, right? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. So we talked a little bit off the top about laughter. We talked about, you know, stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. So really, when we're in a state of stress, stress can actually deplete our immunity. So we really want to make sure, and this is easier said than done, because it is really tough in these times when we're in self-isolation and we're in quarantine and we can't, you know, life has kind of been turned upside down to help manage our stress better. So some tips, and, and I'm right there with all of you, is, some tips that I've been doing is really deep breathing. That has been so crucial for me in terms of really helping to stimulate that parasympathetic nervous system. So what you do is you want to breathe in for four or five and then breathe out for double the amount. So do it with me, Jamie. So breathe in for four seconds and then breathe out for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And what that does is when you breathe in and then breathe out for double the amount of time, it actually stimulates the vagus nerve. That vagus nerve is the highway that goes from our brain to our gut and our gut to our brain. And we now know that when our brain is happy, our gut is happy. And when our gut is happy, our brain is happy, vice versa. But if it's unhappy, then both are unhappy too, right? So really important that we stimulate that vagus nerve. The other thing you can do is taking walks in nature. It is so incredible so healing so relaxing so if you're if you're not near a forest if you are if you can get there amazing if you're not even like surrounding yourself with plants or going outside and touching a tree anything to do with nature is really helpful at stimulating that parasympathetic nervous system the other thing is diet diet plays a huge role so avoiding things like sugar and alcohol triggers that you know that are going to cause your body to feel more irritated and stressed Stay away from it, as hard as that might be right now. But it's really important because we know what an important role diet plays on our immunity. Are you doing any meditation? So, you know, it's this, I love this question. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Akira concept. So it's somebody, it's David Newton and Lisa Borden. And they just, they just launched something called the Akira concept. And they talk about something called unmeditation. So for me, when you ask me the word meditation, now it has so many different meanings. Yep. So my meditation is a walking meditation in a forest. So the answer is yes. But I want to be very clear because I think for a lot of people, when you think you hear the word meditation, you think sitting there with your legs crossed and kind of going, um, right? Like we all have that vision in our mind and it's changing. So the Akira concept has taught me that we can still meditate, but it's something called unmeditation. So whatever it is that works for us to help 
quiet our mind is really the key. So yes, I love it. And, you know, getting out in nature for me has been a savior really throughout this time. How about you? I I believe you do meditate as well, right? I just count to 10 when I'm driving in traffic so that I don't kill somebody. That's, that's, yeah. about, that's about the extent of it. But, but that, yeah, it works for everybody. So yes, no, I do. And, and I'm also, I think getting outside is huge. And, and there's a big difference between walking in a city street and, and getting out into nature. So 100%. I could, couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Will you come again soon? Always. First of all, I love talking to you. And second of all, yes. <laughs> well, there you go.